views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from running your life? Join award-winning author Dr. Friedemann Schaub from Empowerment Radio as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges in our day-to-day lives. Find out how you can use the power of your mind to overcome self-sabotaging patterns and build a solid foundation of confidence and self-respect. Learn cutting-edge tools and approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. This is the time to empower yourself. Now, here's your host, Dr. Friedemann Schaub. Welcome to Empowerment Radio, where we're talking about breakthrough solutions for everyday challenges. I'm your host, Dr. Friedemann Schaub. And before I forget again, which I tend to do, I'm just going to give you uh, my website about services, webinars that are starting, books and products. If you're interested in all of this, you can go to the Fear and Anxiety Solution, the Fear and Anxiety Solution, that's all in one word, dot com. Well, today we are tackling a problem that I think a lot of us are facing. And most of us are facing this problem on their own. Some even are a little ashamed of it, don't want to talk about it, feel weak about it. But then on the other hand, it's a problem that we are actually not alone with. And that is a problem with sleeping, insomnia. Did you know that 40 million Americans are struggling with insomnia? And the numbers are probably daily right now increasing, considering the kind of tumultuous situations we are in. Now, insomnia can be defined as something as laying awake when you actually want to fall asleep and you just toss and turn around and you feel like that you just cannot relax, you cannot really find peace, or you're falling asleep fine, but then after a couple of hours, you're waking up and you're feeling that somehow you cannot go back. Maybe you had to go to the bathroom. Maybe there was a sound that was waking you up. Or maybe it's just always at the same time, 3.15, that your body wakes you up and it keeps you up. So it really feels for many, not only as a maybe once in a while problem, but as a daily problem, something they're struggling over and over with. And of course, we need sleep. Sleep is, just like food and water, incredibly important to us. Sleep is getting us into the parasympathetic nervous system, which is all about healing, digesting, rejuvenating. Sleep is important for our immune system. And sleep is also important when it comes to our nervous system releasing and dumping stuff that it no longer needs or working through issues that may just on a subconscious level not have been addressed. The dreams and the sleep are crucial for all of that. So it is in many ways something that is vital and uh, 
just a very important part of life. Now, let's be honest. When you're thinking about your sleeping habits and you compare them to your workout habits or your nutritional habits, what are you paying more attention to? Or maybe at work, how committed are you to certain routines and being at your best and doing things exactly the right way? And when it comes to sleeping, you're kind of taking it for granted or you're just maybe taking just some medication or have that extra glass of wine or bourbon that then makes you fall asleep. All of those things are almost as if sleep isn't that important because, yeah, you're not doing really anything, right? We are not producing anything. We are not engaging. We are just like vegetables. But then again, sleep is such a productive and important time. So let's have a look at the do's and the don'ts when it comes to sleeping. Let's have a look why more and more people have a hard time going to bed and having a good night's rest and and what we, can we do to overcome insomnia, what we can do to really deal with this problem so that we do get enough rest. Now, on average, we should sleep seven and a half to nine hours, which for many of you may be like, well, I haven't done this since I was a teenager, but this is what our body needs and anything less is certainly not healthy. Same thing with going to bed late. There are studies that show that going to bed before midnight in many ways is more restful and rejuvenating, probably also because, well, six, seven o'clock, usually the noise starts, the garbage truck comes by, and then we are not as deep in a restful place as at three o'clock in the morning. Certain things certainly can help for us to get a better night's sleep. Now, I'm curious I'm curious about your problems with sleeping and also what you have found doesn't work or does work for you because Empowerment Radio is also about helping each other. We are often facing exactly the same challenges and therefore it's great if we can share the insights that we have gained as we have been learning to overcome them. Call in 888-418-6890. Again, 888 888- 418-6890, or you can use the chat box at transformationtalkradio.com. Now, I personally certainly had sleeping issues, and they started for me when I was going into high school. Before high school, I was more like a happy-go-lucky kid who just was winging it in school and I didn't take things too serious. I had much more fun playing in the woods with my friends and and all of a sudden the, the seriousness of life just was staring in my face and I didn't know how to handle it. Certainly didn't help that my parents had high expectations. Well, actually they had low expectations. They thought that I wasn't super smart and that's why they were putting more pressure on me. And uh, of course, in some level I believed them and I put a lot of pressure on myself. At some point, every time when a test was approaching, I just couldn't fall asleep. I was just way laying awake. And, you know, like most of us then, when you cannot sleep, you're already thinking about the next day. You're wondering what's going to happen. I don't have the energy. I'm going to be tired. I'm going to, you know, not be good in school. I'm going to not be good at work. And so you already think about the what ifs and the negative effects of not sleeping. And of course, that creates more stress, more anxiety, and 
pushes the sleep further out. Now, my parents gave me some herbal remedies that sometimes helped, sometimes they didn't. But there was one thing that really helped me the most, which was my cat, Lumpy. Lumpy was called Lumpy because Lumpy was about 30 pounds, looked like a lump, didn't move a lot. And the moment you put Lumpy somewhere, Lumpy could sleep off. It was just amazing. It was just watching sleeping happening by the master. And so I took Lumpy out of the basement where he usually slept and brought him into bed, laid him down. Half a minute later, he was already snoring. And somehow the snoring, purring, that sound just really calmed me down and it made me nicely fall asleep. Now, I know not everyone has a Lumpy. Maybe not everyone likes cats. So that's why I want to share with you other cures, remedies, tricks, and ways to help you really heal that sleeping problem at the root, at the root. Because there is a reason why we cannot sleep. This is not just something random. There are usually things that we do, that we think, that we believe, that hold us back from letting go and falling into that slumber. And that's something that we're going to look at closer. Now, here's a first question that someone was asking. And the question is, what about having a drink? David asked this question. What about having some alcohol before sleeping that actually always seems to calm me down and uh, make me feel better? Well, it's true that alcohol is something that can help you to fall asleep. The problem with alcohol is that it also prevents you from having the dream phase, the REM phase, the rapid eye movement phase, where all this, you know, crazy fancy stuff happens on a subconscious level. You know, that's when we are able to fly or we are, you know, jumping off buildings or we are running away from monsters. These metaphorical insights we can gain when we are analyzing our our dreams, all of this falls by the wayside. So that's the reason why when people are mainly drinking and maybe excessively drinking that you know alcoholics after a while are hallucinating because that REM phase has been missing and so that what would have happened in the dream is now happening in the waking state and so they're seeing you know white elephants and white mice running around that has something to do with that but even if you're not excessively drinking the lack of REM phase is really detrimental. They have found in rats that when they are, you know, rats usually live two to three years, and when they were taking away the REM phase of a rat, just waking it up right before it goes into that dream phase, the rats only lived for five weeks. So something happens in the dream that is life-sustaining and incredibly important for our health and vitality. When we come back, we're going to discuss more about sleep and more about how to get to it. Stay tuned. Are you anxious, worried, or insecure? Hi, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub. I'm the author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution. Join me for my next breakthrough video seminar, which starts on September 10th. 
This program has helped thousands of people worldwide to overcome their struggles with anxiety, and I'm certain it can also help you. If you're ready to be free again and have a stronger foundation of inner peace and confidence, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. Are you feeling stagnant or blocked in your love life, career, health, or finances? Experiencing difficulty focusing or setting and achieving goals? Tune in to Spiritual Diagnostics Radio with psychic visionary healers Carol Dorian and Suzanne Evans. Discover the cause and effect of unwanted patterns in life. Tune in every Tuesday, 12 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. And for more information, visit spirituald.com. Chris Stanis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Almost everyone at some time in their lives ask themselves, what am I? Most of our questions are ego-generated and simply don't address the problem of our false self. It's time to relax your ego and embody your soul. Dr. Dan Cohen, neurologist, inventor, and author, has created tools to awaken a new way to transform from who you thought you were into what you truly are. Visit toolstoawaken.com today. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. Order your copy of Dr. Friedemann Schaub's The Fear and Anxiety Solution today. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com for more information. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Friedman, and we talk about sleep. By the way, a lot of people told me that they are sleeping very well with me. Now, (laughs) what that means is that they have purchased the recording, the CD, Self-Hypnosis Guided Meditation CD that's called Be Free, Release Stress and Anxiety and uh, And there is something about just listening to this recording, going through the guided meditation that makes people fall asleep in a very nice way. Now, they may just get bored with what I have to say, or maybe it's my hypnotic German accent. I don't know what it is, but it works. And that's the most important thing. So if you want to have a natural sleeping aid, that is kind of massaging and soothing your mind, go to thefearandanxietysolution.com 
under bookstore, you can find that CD and you can download it directly to your computer and hopefully sleep with me as well in a very healthy and wholesome way. Now, we talked about the do's and don'ts that uh, are important to look at. And, uh, and I want to first really make you think about the brain, the mind, the nervous system a little bit differently. You know, in, in some ways we are in that uh, interesting world where we are more aware of our physical limitations than we are really acknowledging our mental, emotional, psychological limitations. Because, you know, our mind, our brain didn't really have enough time to evolve and basically keep, uh, keep step with everything that has been evolving the last 50 years. Technology is way faster in how it is just progressing and how it is demanding uh, new things on us than we can really keep up with it. And we just have to acknowledge that there are certain limitations to our brain as well that we need to be mindful about. Let's say, for example, your body. Now, if you, we know more about nutrition and we pay more attention to it than maybe 30 years ago. So if you would eat every night a double cheeseburger with large fries, you're probably going to get heartburn and you're probably going to weight and all that, what comes with it, maybe diabetes maybe some pains, maybe some heart disease. So you would say, no, that's not a good idea. Let's just uh, focus more on salads and, uh, and lean meat. Well, if you would work out your body really hard and you would say, well, I'm going to go to the gym two hours in the morning and then I'm going to run a half marathon in the evening, same thing. At some, at some point, your body would also go and strike. You would feel maybe inflammation, tendinitis, arthritis coming up, maybe a ligament would tear and... Uh, you would say, okay, my body needs a rest. When do we ever give our minds rest? When do we ever say, you know what? Let's just give my brain a good time of doing nothing. Because nothing these days means sitting on your tablets or your phones and watching YouTube or going through Facebooks and social media and Instagram. And so, it was interesting. I had some uh, teenagers at uh, our house, and uh, and I watched them. You know, first of all, they don't really interact that much with each other, which is fine. But then there is a constant staring at this little screen. Unless you really get them going and entertain them or get them to work, there is a constant bombardment with some information that goes into the mind, into the brain, and pretty much all of us are doing this. Now, the brain gets tired, it gets at some point overwhelmed, and what does it do? It just wants to have a rest. It, you know, maybe you start feeling drowsy, or you feel you cannot focus that much anymore, or you start yawning, and what do you do? Well, you go to the coffee machine and, or to one of the coffee shops, and you get a double espresso, or you get one of those energizer drinks, or you do the, uh, you know, five hours energy package, and boom, you're back in form. Well, what you're doing to your mind, what you're doing to your brain is pretty much you're pushing it to the brim 
of its capabilities. You're really adding so much stress. You're amping up the sympathetic nervous system that there's just not really a way to gently and slowly go into the parasympathetic, into the resting place. It's like you're overheating the engine and it just cannot cool down fast enough, which is why after a day where you pushed yourself hard, especially uh, your brain, you just cannot really relax. It's a little bit like you're you know, at a rock concert and afterwards your ears are still ringing when you're in bed, even though it's quiet. Well, your your whole mind, your whole nervous system is still vibrating from everything that you were demanding of it and everything that was bombarded at it and it just cannot come to rest. Now you watch it laying in bed and you're feeling like, well, what's wrong with me? I cannot sleep. Well, I have to sleep. Otherwise, tomorrow I cannot really perform again. And so that is exactly where your observation of not being able to sleep because your nervous system is just not really ready for it. It just has been running at 180 miles an hour and you're asking it to full stop. Well, it can't do this so easily. And so you're watching it. You're getting nervous about it. You're getting more anxious about it. You're getting more frustrated. And that creates, of course, more that insomnia. Now, besides doing what we just talked about, you know, looking at tablets and phones and so on, other bad habits is just to scare your mind, to scare that part of us that takes everything literally. And that is when we are watching the most, uh, you know, maybe gruesome shows or the ones that are the most tense or just watching the news. All of it right before bedtime shakes up your nervous system gets you in fight and flight response and certainly doesn't allow you to just relax because in that moment where your mind and your especially subconscious has registered all of this, it feels literally in mortal danger. And so it doesn't necessarily want to slow down because it needs to be out there vigilant on the watchtower looking for zombies that may enter any moment into your bedroom. And then there is also the good habit I have to admit, I have to admit, I also work on stopping, which is checking your emails right before you go to bed. Why? There's nothing really you can do and there's really nothing that you want to do, but somehow you're giving your brain, your mind something to think about. And sometimes it may be a problem that you really cannot resolve, but the subconscious especially loves to resolve problems. It doesn't like to have things hanging over you. It doesn't feel comfortable with unaddressed uh, issues. So it is basically thinking and working and trying to already, you know, go through all these different scenarios. And of course, you feel like, well, my mind is racing. I don't know why. Well, the reason is because you pushed it, because you set this in motion and now your mind cannot stop. So having really a better routine, a better hygiene, a better nutritional feeding for your mind can make a huge difference where you just, and we're going to, after the break, come more into this, where you just give yourself permission to at least an hour before you go to bed, really focus on resting, focus on slowing down, focus on relaxing. That makes a huge difference. Now, one of the things a lot of people don't realize your eyes may be closed. 
maybe it's totally dark in the room, but your mind still is aware of everything that is in the room. How many of you are using the bedroom as a storage place? You just have boxes that you didn't get to unpack, old suitcases, the laundry is all over the place. Well, it's a place where nobody goes in besides you and your spouse maybe, and so it's fine to put it all in there. Well, the mind registers everything and feels easily overwhelmed because everything draws attention to it. So when you are, you know, for example, having all these books next to your desk that you definitely will not read or you haven't read, it's already unsettling. There is already something happening to your mind. If you have next to your bed a big alarm clock that stares at you all night long with the minutes just running down, that's not helping the mind because it gets also somehow not only distracted, it also gets stressed out about this. You want to have your bedroom a Zen sanctuary. You want to really have as little stuff as possible there because this is where your mind needs to have almost a, a vacuum of stimulation, a sensory deprivation, where it really just feels, okay, this is where I don't get bombarded. This is where I don't have to compute anything. And this is where I don't have to work. And this is why it's a really bad idea to have right in front of your bed a big TV hanging, which potentially is even running all night while you're sleeping. Because all the information, no matter if you put the sound on mute or not, it is still coming into your subconscious mind and your subconscious still has to work through it. And I have tried it. I mean, especially, you know, in my 20s, I was falling asleep in front of the TV on the couch the worst nights and not because the couch was uncomfortable. Last thing about the bedroom, make it nice and cool. Don't overheat it. We all know that. And get a good mattress. That is really, really important. Sometimes we're investing way more into the lazy boy or into our TV than into a good bed. But we are spending, on average, seven, eight, nine hours there. Why not having the most comfortable and the best bed that you can imagine so that your body knows exactly this is a place where I want to just relax, lean back. This is my safe nest to rejuvenate and get ready for the next day. Now, what is the role of the subconscious mind in regards to insomnia and in regards to sleep? And what is actually the phobia, the hypnophobia that makes just the thought about the bedroom make our hair stand up and our heart pound? When we come back, we will talk all about that. Are you anxious, worried, or insecure? Hi, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub. I'm the author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution. Join me for my next breakthrough video seminar, which starts on September 10th. This program has helped thousands of people worldwide to overcome their struggles with anxiety, and I'm certain it can also help you. If you're ready to be free again and have a stronger foundation of inner peace and confidence, visit the Fear and Anxiety Solution 
www.thebusinessofbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusinessbusiness
hydrated and that you are also having enough electrolyte in your system. There is dehydration as one thing that keeps us awake at night. And you can just notice when your mouth is always dry and you always feel like, well, I want to fall asleep, but I also feel like I want to drink a glass of water and somehow you're struggling with which one should I do. And then there is the, the lack of calcium and magnesium. And magnesium has shown to be a really, really good aid for uh, for sleeping. So these two things can be also very helpful on a physiologic level. Now, the subconscious mind. Many of you have heard me talk about it, but it is worth repeating. The subconscious mind is that deeper part of the mind that is responsible for our emotions, that is responsible for our beliefs, and that is responsible for most of our physical body functions, and also our habits. Now, the interesting thing about the subconscious is that it has, despite its wide array of things to do and what it's focusing on, just two major missions it likes to focus on, and those are to be safe, meaning keeping you safe, and to make you happy in whatever way you think you should be happy, you know, whatever way your subconscious finds it appropriate. Now, safety, of course, is in most cases trumping the sense of uh, happiness. And so if you have already a sense of feeling not quite safe in your life, if there is already a stress or anxiety, uh, energy, emotional current running through you, Throughout the day, of course, your subconscious doesn't allow you to sleep because the subconscious says, no, you are not safe. You're not safe maybe because the world is not safe and you're not safe in it. Maybe your subconscious believes that you're not good enough and so you have to work harder. You have to be more on your toes. You have to be more prepared in order to make it, in order to fit in. Maybe your subconscious believes that somehow there is doom or failure coming your way, so you have to somehow stay awake and the subconscious has to be on that watchtower to look out for anything that can go wrong. Or maybe your subconscious believes that you will have loss happening to you, and so there's also this worry about sleeping, and then who knows what will be taken away from you. So if you know that it's not just about your sleep that you're struggling with, but there is actually an underlying issue, which is often the case, it really needs to be addressed. Sleep is just a symptom. The lack of sleep just is basically the message of your mind that says, there is no time to relax. I don't feel safe to surrender into sleep. This is not what we're gonna do. Now, there are also these cases where sleep has been an issue. Maybe there was just a, a period of time where you were stressed, a period of time where you were going through something really difficult and you couldn't sleep. But then all of a sudden that not being able to sleep became the focus of your attention. That's like where your subconscious says, huh, every time he or she doesn't fall asleep, well, there's upset, there's frustration. Next day, well, it's not really up to snuff the performance. So all of a sudden, this failure of sleeping becomes the problem. And it almost is as if the sleep becomes the enemy. 
You know, it's like sleep is in that moment uh, the phobia point. You know how some people can be phobic about heights, even though they are completely safe in the elevator or behind a railing, or maybe even a squirrel can be creating a phobia in the right circumstances. Well, sleep can also create a phobia if it causes upset, if it causes stress, if it causes anxiety. And so the subconscious then says, well, sleep is a problem, so we have to somehow watch out for it. And how the subconscious watches out for it is by getting obsessed about it. It is thinking about it all the time. It is looking at the bedroom already as a battlefield that you go into. It is worrying already about sleep not coming and once again you suffering. And so it is giving you these messages that come, you know, prepare you maybe for this sure failure, for this sure pain, which are messages of, I won't sleep again. It's going to be a horrible night again. I don't think I will ever be able to rest. What's wrong with me? You know, we have those negative thoughts that, of course, create more and more upset and turmoil. And so just like other phobias, this phobia of sleep can also be addressed in a similar way. That's the good news about it. That's the good news that you can see, well, either it's really that I have already pushed myself too much, that I'm already stressed, that I'm already anxious, that I already deal with some real strong negative beliefs about myself that just keep me awake, or you know that you have developed this fear of anxiety, uh, this fear of sleep, this anxiety around that time of the day and that phobia that came with it. And now you can address this too. Now, how do we address this? Now, a few things that I find are really helpful is just to start with a sleeping ritual. That means like you you start to make sleep something that you, or this, this phase of going to bed and getting ready for sleep, let's say this way, making it as something that you master, a skill that you learn. Because let's face it, the idea of having to wait for it to come or chase it or worry about it or just like in the lottery, you don't know if you're winning or not, that doesn't work. You have to be more empowered about it. You have to feel like, no, I know exactly how I can allow myself and my nervous system to let that sleep happen, to bring the sleep into my bedroom, into my bed. And so the first thing would be to do to unwind from the day. You know, just really have, at least for a while, that strong commitment to one hour before you go to bed. And this ideally isn't 11 or midnight. So let's say at 10 o'clock or even a little bit earlier that you're starting to unwind, taking away the phone and the tablets, turning the TV off and just allowing yourself to reflect on the day. Because the day is something that, as we talked about, may still somehow vibrate in the in the mind there may be still just a lot going on that hasn't been resolved so if you just reflect on the day by for example journaling about all the things that you have been grateful for all the things that you appreciate about yourself 
all the things where you feel like, oh, I learned something about myself or I learned something about life. And also, if you are inclined to just widen your spiritual perspective, just notice where the universe showed up. Notice where synergies happened, where little gifts, little treasures occurred, little unexpected encounters where you say, wow, this was cool. I love that. Then you want to also take a moment to just release in your mind any anger and frustration and, and really write out anyone that in that moment you want to let go, forgive, have compassion for, but not be in your mind, not be in the vicinity of your thinking. So all of those things you can be doing in writing. And after that, you just close your eyes and you affirm to yourself, I release this day, all the people and all the situations I was engaged in and that I was connected to. I release all of those energies and they're going to bring back to me all of who I am. And you can even imagine and visualize that this day is behind you. And just as if you are already on a sleeping train, you can see the day becoming smaller and smaller and that beautiful, comfortable, cushy bed becoming bigger and closer to you. That is a step number one. Step number two and three after the break. Are you anxious, worried, or insecure? Hi, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub. I'm the author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution. Join me for my next breakthrough video seminar, which starts on September 10th. This program has helped thousands of people worldwide to overcome their struggles with anxiety, and I'm certain it can also help you. If you're ready to be free again and have a stronger foundation of inner peace and confidence, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day, we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. Do you want to achieve your goals? Do you want to strengthen relationships with others? Do you want to improve your financial status? Colette Marie Steffen is partnering with Mark Kettenbach to bring you an energetic upgrade online experience launching in April. Unfold and develop your full potential. Visit energeticupgrade.com today for more information. That's energeticupgrade.com. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know 
how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step -step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you are ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. Order your copy of Dr. Friedemann Schaub's The Fear and Anxiety Solution today. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com for more information. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. We are talking about insomnia, sleeping, and the role of the subconscious mind. What can you do to master sleeping, to feel empowered about it, to just like you're training your, your body to become stronger, to play tennis, to have a good routine of uh, physical good nutrition or hygiene, you're just training your mind to be able to do the same thing. You just have to be consistent with it. So the first step we talked about was releasing the day. And one of the things that an acupuncturist suggested to me, which I really love, is just after a day also to have a ritual of taking a bath or a shower as not only a relaxing uh, way, but also as a cleansing and releasing intention where you are washing off everything that you may have carried. Because, you know, let's face it, uh, we do have energy that we are absorbing from others, whether it is something that we are thinking of or something we are just feeling. If you are around a lot of people that are stressed, on some level you're taking that stress on and just having the intention to wash it off and really feeling like I'm cleansing myself of all of that because this is my sanctuary now, this is my place, this is the present moment, that can be very helpful. Now, that brings me to the second step, which is nourishing your mind, you know, feeding it, massaging it. And what you do is just to give your mind a reminder that the present moment is safe, it's comfortable, it is it's time to unwind and so you can listen to very comforting or you know calming music you can do breathing meditation mindfulness meditation things that just bring you into the moment and let you observe your body and connect to your body you can do things like uh, you know the adult coloring book where you just also do just let your mind, again, come from 180 down to 20 miles an hour. You can read something inspirational, not something heavy, not something complicated, not something dramatic, but something that just has a very upbeat and positive message. Or just go through some affirmations. Just allow your mind to become more slow. It's almost as if your mind starts yawning. And especially when you do things that are a little mindless, like doing a little puzzle or so, 
it can make your mind feel like, oh, wow, okay, I guess I have nothing to do here. I guess it's all fine. I guess I can just hit the pillow now. And, and that is really what this winding down and nourishing and massaging uh, period is all about. If you have someone who can massage your feet, that is something that my wife always prefers as that time of the day. So you can also do that if you're lucky enough or do this for that person who enjoys it so dramatically. Now, after you have this really settling in, nourishing, calming uh, period, so you're already in the present moment, you really feel like whew, everything is almost like, uh, you know, you're on on the firm ground again, that feeling of being on a ship that was bobbing up and down that's no longer there, then it's time for you to change your mind about sleeping. Now, the way the subconscious sees sleeps, especially if it's afraid of it, is more something to conquer, something unattainable, something it needs to be chasing after, something that will not come, something you're going to fail again in. It's all these negative thoughts. Write those thoughts down, not at that period, but even before, and then counter those thoughts. Give your mind a new perspective, a new frame on sleep. Let the mind understand that sleeping is healing that the sleep is a friend, a friend that comes to visit, the friend that just needs a little patience for it to feel, okay, now is a time to gently wrap you into this comfortable space, that comfortable energy of rest. That sleep is not something that needs to be rushed at because then it goes away, but something that will certainly come when you just allow it to happen. That we're surrendering, we're trusting, we're knowing, okay, I'm open and ready. I'm on a little boat that is going down the river and I know for sure that this river will take me to that sleep, to that beautiful island of rest. If you are explaining to your mind that sleep is inevitable, it's something natural, it happens all the time, it just needs to have the space, the openness, the awareness, and the friendliness, you know, that positivity about it, looking forward to it, embracing it, knowing that it's something that doesn't have to be forced, but it's something that just needs to be allowed. And telling your mind also that this beautiful gift of surrendering is something that's not only about sleeping, but it's in general a gift in life to know you have done everything you needed to do, you have completed the things, and now it's time for you to receive that just sleep as a way to recharge, rejuvenate. There is nothing for you right now to control and micromanage. If you can just see sleep as that friend that is coming to you, then your subconscious is not so afraid of it. Then your subconscious doesn't feel like it has to master or fight it. Then your subconscious is looking forward to the visit. It's looking forward to that boat ride. It's looking forward to that wonderful feeling. Now, I want to just play you for a couple of minutes the Be Free guided meditation that I was telling you about that for so many people is a great sleeping pill. 
So Justin, why don't you just play it? Sit back, relax, and close your eyes. In a few moments, you will feel more relaxed than you ever felt before. So just take a deep breath in through your nose, and then slowly exhale through your mouth. Great. Let's do it again. Inhale slowly. And now exhale gently and release all the air from your lungs. time, even longer now. Inhale and exhale. Very good. Now let your breath adjust to its natural rhythm and visualize on the screen of your mind a round clock with an hour arm a minute arm and a second arm to bring all of you into alignment with this moment. Imagine that you can turn the clock to exactly 12 o'clock, turning the hour, minute and second arm all the way to the top. This is the signal for your mind that you're ready to embark on this healing journey. Wonderful. Thank you, Justin, for playing this. And again, maybe you notice that just following this voice that takes you on this journey into a deeper sleep to release stress, release negativity, release anxiety can really be helpful for your mind also to know, wow, there is a way to not have to hold on to all those things. And there is a way as I let go to let that friend sleep come to me. There is a lot we could more talk about sleeping, but I hope you just also see it as not an unresolvable issue anymore. It's something that there are other things like herbal remedies you can try out. There are wonderful uh, practices like acupuncture or cranial sacrum that can just help you to relax more and get more your, your mind and your nervous system into a parasympathetic state. But overall, the sleep is in your hands. The sleep is inevitable. The sleep is something that you can allow to happen and allow to come when you are getting your mind ready for it. And plus, the Dalai Lama said, Sleep is the best meditation. So if you ever had trouble meditating, well, here you go. You can do it every night. Until next time, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub. Have a good night. You've been listening to Empowerment Radio with Dr. Friedman Schaub. Join Dr. Friedman the first and third Wednesday each month at 11 a.m. Pacific as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges of our daily lives. 
Discover how you can use the power of your mind to overcome stress, anxiety, and overwhelm and create a solid foundation of confidence and self-esteem. Learn cutting-edge tools so that you can approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. To learn more about what Dr. Schaub can do for you, visit the fearandanxietysolution.com.